0: For the first time, he perceived himself as having an identity and purpose in his large family. That spring, his father's business failed. Nathan Cushing, a Boston businessman, swooped in to buy the bankrupt factory. Amory Houghton Sr. was ruined. Fred's return to Harvard in the fall was out of the question. The family pinned its hopes on Amory Jr. when Nathan Cushing, the new owner, appointed him manager. Within months, it became evident that Amory's frugality and precise management were going to work. By 1872, Nathan Cushing agreed to allow Amory to purchase the factory on credit. After withdrawing from Harvard, Fred worked briefly for Amory in Corning. Amory demanded that his brother arrive at the factory punctually at 8 a.m. to set an example to the workers. Fred's habitual lateness caused Amory to set another sort of example. He was fired. In 1872, the year Amory rescued the factory, Fred married 19-year-old Olive Chestnut Wood. Marriage does not seem to have assuaged Fred's torments. The first Mrs. Houghton catalogued her husband's peculiar obsessions and nighttime terrors. Upon retiring, he would search their bedroom for intruders in the closets, behind the curtains, and under the bed. A daughter, Mary Frances Houghton. Was born on August 25, 1873. Three months later, on November 19th, Ollie died of complications arising from the birth. At twenty-two, Fred Houghton was a widower with a baby daughter he could hardly find the strength or the sanity to care for. Alternating between feelings of guilt, rage, and despair, he wondered how he would go on himself. Fred's brother-in-law, John Lennon, hired him to work in the management of the Buffalo Scale Company. Recognizing that Fred was tortured with self-doubt, Lennon skillfully nurtured his confidence. No man had ever taken an interest in Fred before, and his career flourished. When Fred married Carolyn Garlinghouse in 1876, when he started a new family, when he rose through the ranks to become vice president of Buffalo Scale— It seemed to him that he owed it all to John Lennon. To most eyes, Fred Houghton was a success, a prominent businessman, the owner of a seven-acre gentleman's farm, a loving husband to Carolyn, and the father to three daughters by her, Kathy, Edith, and Marion. But in private, with only his wife and daughters to see, recurrent chronic depression continued to torment him. In autumn 1892, John Lennon fell gravely ill. Responsibility for the day-to-day functioning of Buffalo scale fell on Vice President Fred Houghton, who quickly crumbled under the pressure. In 19th century America, suicide was widely believed to be a form of madness that ran in families. In even the most prominent family, a single suicide might be a sign that the stock was deteriorating and the harbinger of suicides in generations to come. Although it was common practice to avoid scandal by attributing suicides to natural or accidental causes, there would have been no possibility of doing that with Fred. On Monday morning, a cold rain pounded buffalo as Amory Houghton, Jr. stooped beneath an immense black umbrella led the mourners to Prospect Lawn Cemetery. Later that evening, Amory entered Fred's study to examine his brother's financial records. It was all much as Amory had expected. The estate was pathetically small. Carrie, an uneducated, unskilled widow, was left with about $6,000 for the rest of her life, along with the value of the property and some 100 shares of capital stock in the Buffalo Scale Company. Everything was left to Carrie, much as Amory would have anticipated. What Amory had failed to anticipate was Fred's having appointed her, not Amory, executor. Carrie, realizing that she needed his help, eventually gave Amory control over her finances. She agreed to make a full and detailed accounting of even her most trivial monthly expenditures. That spring, Carrie decided to sell the farm and move to cheap rented quarters in Buffalo. On May 2, 1893, Carrie signed the property over to her brother in law. Amory invested an additional $11,000 on Carrie's behalf, nearly doubling her principal. The sale of household possessions had provided an additional $4,000.